This episode of the B3 Podcast is brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. The B3 Podcast is a production of Impulse Radio. Welcome to the Brent Dalrymple Show, part two. There we go. With special guest, <laughs> Coach John Mokris. And we've got a mystery voice today. Say hello, mystery voice. Hello, everybody. The I'm voice back. is back. <laughs> I'm really surprised that uh, Brent didn't say anything about me being special. Because he could take that. A lot of different ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are back for it's early <laughs> for uh, Cougar Town, the sequel. As the North Davis Cougars took care of business on Saturday, I texted Coach after the game, and I I, I used expletives in yep. my text. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not like Blake, you know, where I live and die. You know, I cover you guys, so I follow you. Like, can you not blow somebody out for crying out loud? Well, we did it in the night game. Well, you did. There you go. Uh, <laughs> boy, I tell you what, that first game against Edinburgh, that, uh, that was a little scary. And, uh, you know, it's why they play 32 minutes, not 29 minutes. Yeah, that's right. And our kids just, we, we hung in there and we battled and uh, kept the score within a doable uh, margin. And, and we hit a couple really big shots there at the end. And, you know, we just kept digging in on defense. That's that's bottom line. As you know, we talked about it at halftime of that game. We were down 17 to 14. We talked about it at halftime of the night game. We were up 12 to nine. You know, things aren't going exactly the way we want them to go. But right. defensively, uh, we're keeping ourselves in the ball game until until that run or that that clicks offensively for us. And um, you know, we waited till the last second Saturday morning. Yeah. And, uh, but but we're able to get it done. Yeah, I was listening to it on the radio on the way down to Evansville, and my God, I tell you what, what going into the game, and I don't know, you probably didn't say everything you could say last Wednesday evening, Thursday when the when the show dropped. Yeah. What worried you going in the most about Edinburgh? Uh, that the yeah. you know their um, the fact that they they got to know us about three weeks earlier, right. yep. and I think what they found out was uh, it was going to be real hard for them to guard us uh, straight up. So they had to they had to throw in some uh, different types of zones and different types of defenses, and uh, they found out three weeks ago that uh, our ability to uh, get the ball to the basket and uh, do things of that nature uh, was something that was going to work against them. Yeah. And um, so credit to them for uh, making some adjustments and 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 playing to their strengths. You know they're big and uh, strong. Yeah. That's the big two things about them. They were big and strong and. Uh, we just weren't going to overpower them, and uh, you know we, we still felt we could guard them, and, and we did that. Uh, but offensively, that it, it just it changed as far as them knowing uh, exactly uh, what their strengths were versus what their weaknesses were against us, and they played to their strength, and, and uh, they were ready and did a good job. Yeah, I want to mention we are uh, the show's coming to you tonight from Casa Sevilla in Odin. They were nice enough to open up the back room we got the team here eating and and uh and, and we're talking and uh so thanks for for them for having us in here tonight uh and there's jose right there i was gonna say 32 didn't post you at all the first time did he i uh, did a little, a little bit. bit i think he had how many to get 15 17 the first time and yeah. um 
Yeah, and again, they played to their strengths. And that kid was, was humongous. Uh, he was a big boy, 6'4", 230 probably. Could grow a mustache better than me and you, bro. Yeah, and he had one. He had a goatee. And, uh, you know, he, the thing is that looks at, looking at him, he, you know, he kind of looks like one of those kids that's, that's out there. Man, he's a really nice kid, and I felt sorry for him after the game. And, you know, that happens to all seniors at, at some point. At some point, yeah. And uh, – for most seniors, there's there's yeah. a couple teams that doesn't happen to, but uh, you know for the most part that the Jones kid he adjusted his game and, and did a real nice job against us as well. Moke as an assistant coach leading up to the week, you had a lot of responsibilities. What was uh, what do you think that that you saw that went right, and and what what did you see that that didn't go the way you wanted it to? Uh, I was just really frustrated with the first half. I normally say a couple things at halftime but I was a little bit more stern a little bit louder in that first game of halftime because I was just um, very displeased as our aggressiveness and trying to find spots and I mean we were getting good looks but I mean it was just one for 14 and we weren't being aggressive enough you know okay. and uh, some of the responsibilities that I have during the week is he I get to do some clips uh, on the uh, video and stuff like that. I get to put in the game film. I, I, he's been pulling my uh, pulling me to get that stuff done all season long. Right. I've done a lot of that uh, uh, last week and stuff like that. And just whatever he wants me to do, I'll do. Yeah. So, you know, we try to maybe put in an extra set. If we can find something, but well, he's got a he's got a whole NFL play sheet there yeah. in front of him uh, <laughs> that he carries with him at all times. So. And it's been adjusted throughout the year, and I finally just got it set, and I got it typed out, and it's colorized, so I know what works well with it's different pretty. things. Now, does he does that that real cool coaches thing when he talks yes. and hold it up? And yes. yeah. I don't. I don't do that. No, I, don't, I don't do that. So, B Blake, you you probably got orange underwear on. You've got an orange putter, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You, what was it like on Saturday for uh, for a super fan? It was uh, stressful in the morning, but we're getting kind of used to it at this rate. Uh, but we, we like all to just keep everybody's attention, huh? So we want to keep it a little bit suspenseful. Oh, well, yeah. You, <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Uh, you, yeah, I was going to say, you're succeeding there yeah. for sure. No, but, I mean, it's like Dallas said, this team's defense lately has just been unbelievable, kind of proving you wrong that they don't really need to score points. Well, I, I, I'm still going to stand by. you got to score some. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, I mean, that morning they – we all said in the stands, just stay in it, stay in it. Yeah. Eventually hit a shot, which we didn't know if that was ever going to come. But, yeah. <laughs> but they did. I mean, these the seniors, you can't say enough about them. They grit through it. They were leadership. I mean, they were not going to let them give up. And they finally got a couple of big baskets. I mean, you you, you you could feel it coming. Yeah. You know, even, well, even me. The just time was the running short. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you're searching for information from these guys. Where you need this podcast is at my house uh, <laughs> after we win. And all these guys come over oh, yeah. and tell me everything, everything. Yep. Uh, I got you. That, that we're doing wrong out on the floor. And um, they're, they're right for the most part. You know, I Blake hadn't probably lost a varsity basketball game as a coach yet, have you? No, I have not. <laughs> yeah. I have not. I was 1-0 at one point in junior high girls. I should have retired. Yeah. So did uh, right before you took that lead, did you, did you come out of a timeout or did you have a late timeout where you guys said something that, you know, it's like it, it's an hour and ever, boys? Well, we that was at halftime. Okay. Um, yeah, was and then uh, 
you know, we just we just kept digging and and, and we just kept inching closer. Uh, they had it at a five-point margin for a couple yeah. possessions, and uh, I think Jay Mall went inside and scored and got us to within two or three. But somehow non-and one. You know, <laughs> and, yeah, and uh, you know, Lance stepped up and and uh, drilled one that that gave us a two-point lead and. Uh, we never look back from there. Right. So what, no, well, nothing special, no set yeah. plays, anything like that. It's just kind of searching for a good look. How much? How what? What was the time when you took your first lead? Probably two, about two, two minute minutes. Mark. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say right around two. Yeah, yeah. two yeah. minutes. I'd I'd say because we. It was thirty-two, thirty-one, and Lance hit the. Somebody said that they saw one other time. It was like ten to nine. That was your only other lead during that, the whole yeah. game. Yeah, that might have been right. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. we got to stop, and then we. Oh uh, no! No, they were trying to. What kept them in the game, or kept us in the game, is they were trying to hold it. And I really think, and, and I'm not used to it. Dow talks about that stuff too. If if you're not used to being in close That's games tough. and holding it, it's it's tough and, to and, do. And especially against, in in my opinion, against a good defensive team like yours, if you're not just going to sit back, that that runs your legs. I mean, that wears you out trying trying to hold the ball, and then you get careful with it, and, and lots of things can seem to go wrong. So took a lot of charges that game, too. Yeah, we had like yeah. five charges <laughs> yeah. in the first quarter. Yeah, uh, We probably didn't have five charges the whole year. I think some <laughs> of it our kids just kind of fell down but uh, got in the way. But um, it, it was, you know, again, a fantastic defensive effort. Defense will keep you in the game. But you're right, Brian, you, you, you got to score the ball a little bit. That's right. And uh, we chose the right times to get that done. So you, uh, you took your break like you talked about uh, between games. Did you stay and watch them? half of the second game or what would you do on that we kept the kids there uh through the first quarter and uh we like i said um you know we've done this a, a few times and and kind of found out the first time we did it that we came all the way back here to north davies we dropped the kids off told them to go back home and then be back at this yeah, time for right. the man you just run out of time sure and uh so my mother-in-law uh lives on pine tree road there right down the, the road from from my house and uh, she has a beautiful basement and beautiful house and uh, we did this the last time in 2016 and we got beat in the morning game and that was not fun to go over to my mother-in-law's oh, and eat, yeah, all, the, eat all the food that, <laughs> that we had prepared but uh, this time is a little different different atmosphere and uh, so the kids went there all day uh, chilled out took showers uh, watched some tv That's watched great. some basketball and uh, so thank you to her and my wife for uh, taking care of all that and you know, we went to my house, and uh, coaches did, and uh, ate some food, and um, did some game planning. We, we had a lot of our game planning done. Uh, Logan Wagler, Joey Riggins, uh, both former players of mine, yep. 09 and 11. Joey's our varsity girls coach. Uh, they each took a team boarding in Springs Valley, so we had most of our scouting done. Nice. And uh, those are entertaining. I was on the group text that those are entertaining uh, texts all week. Yeah, <laughs> yes, very entertaining. And, uh, you know, those those guys are because they played for me. The scouting reports are dead on. They, they know what I'm looking for. They know what to say and how to say it. Um, and I That's told great, Joey, yeah. Joey ended up having the boarding team. And I told him, you know, he had a page and a half for us. Uh, we didn't change one word on it. I wow. mean, he was he was dead on with the scouting report, so we just knowing some, Joey, that's shocking. It kind of is. Kind of <laughs> is. Well, that he made up for his clips where he cut everything a little bit yeah. short. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he he made up for it with with all the the clips that we almost saw the set and yeah. then it 
cut to the you. next one. Yeah. So we had to redo some of that. But uh, hats off to those two guys That's for helping awesome. us out. It's good that you, that you get help like that. And if you need help, call Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, 304 JFK Avenue in Lagodi, 295-3129, 1-Agent. For all your insurance needs, you know we talk about it every week. Auto, home, life, business, annuities, and farm. They got health plans for individual, family, Medicaid supplement. They got it all. Stop knocking on wood. Call Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. So while all this was going on with the with, the, uh, with those guys, Moke, were you taking a nap or, or what were you doing there in the afternoon? <laughs> yeah, you know, I wanted to have a little siesta and uh, relax a little bit. No, I, I, I'm always with this guy right here. We stayed till the end of the game. We did some scouting of the board in Springs Valley game, and then uh, Logan Wagner picked us up, and we went over to Brent's house, and we did our game planning for the second game. Yeah. And, uh, then coach, we took a nap. Coaches <laughs> took off, and uh, I stayed in Brent's living room. He took a nap, and we just re- relaxed, you know, yeah. clear our minds and sure. stuff like that before uh, – Changed and Did that first game shock you guys at all? It didn't shock me. No, I know, I knew it'd take everything we had yeah. to beat yeah. those guys. And yeah, they were good. T- I mean, they uh, they were a good team. I mean, it's uh, just a one point win. You got by it, and you know, surviving the. No, I mean, That's the, the, the Springs game. Valley uh, oh. Borden game. Did that? I really, d- I knew how uh, Brown, or excuse me, Borden played. But I wasn't familiar very much with Springs Valley until like maybe Friday when I was starting to look at uh, film on them. And then I, I saw some of the teams that they beat. And they had, uh, I think, 18 winning streak going yeah. on. And yeah. um, I knew that they kind I of I was shocked when I saw their record coming into their sectional. I, yeah. I didn't, hadn't paid one bit of attention in, to them. In fact, I think they lost their first two games yeah, of I think the that's season. Right, yeah. They lost to Mitchell and Orleans, I believe. And... Uh, um, and to be with Borden and the other team, uh, I was shocked that they took care of Orleans pretty easily. Uh, now, it was at Borden, but uh, I think number 11 had like five threes against Orleans, and I think it was a 15-point victory. So yeah, yeah kinda, that's a little scary. Yeah, that was a little bit scary. That Orleans team, it's kind of an enigma, as young as they were. If they knock down shots like they did against Lagodi, it's really tough to beat I don't want to see them in two years. I'll yeah, tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you uh, came out. Anything? Did they did they change up anything, Borden, go, uh, going into that I, second game that you were I mean, our game our, – our scouting report was pretty much dead on. We had yeah. to make sure of a couple matchups to make sure, but sometimes it's when when you get there and you see the actual size of the kids right, right next to them. Speed. But uh, we were pretty set when we, uh, I don't know, took our little siestas at about 3 o'clock in the mm-hmm. afternoon. Yeah. And well, and the thing about that day, um, that I called it the hardest day in, in high school yes, basketball. I, I can't. I can't imagine knowing how hard that is on coaches and players. Yeah, doing that. You know, used to they used to do that for the regionals. Right. Then you do it for the, the semi state, yep. and then you go to the state and Dude. do it as well. I can't imagine playing two games in one day, three weeks. When in I a was row. in high school in Illinois, you did that on Friday and Saturday. Wow. <laughs> you played two on two Friday? Friday, two Saturday. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's that's a little crazy. Yeah. But you're playing such good teams. No, I take that back. One Friday, but two Saturday. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. And yeah. It, it was a lot. But the thing about that day is, you know, you ask about them changing up. There's not much you can do. You know, you've got a four-hour gap here. You spend, right. the, you spend that whole week on that team you're playing because there's no way that you get 
that you can worry about Saturday night without winning Saturday morning. So yeah. you, both everyone just focuses on that morning game. Uh, and then you take what you got and, and you go play it Saturday, yeah. so, uh, Saturday evening. So we felt that was kind of an advantage for us. Uh, it's kind of how we do things anyway. We're not a uh, this guy goes here and this guy comes off this screen. We're not that type of, yeah. of team. We're, we're, a, uh, we're a read and react team mm -hmm. that whatever the other team's doing, we're going to react to it. My and, impression and, and of, of you and your team has always been you worry about North Davis. That's right. And, and you got if, if you're well prepared – you take care of who you're playing. That's it in a nutshell. And, you know, we, we again, we just we talked about this last week. We just plugged numbers into our system. Um, and, and we just, you know, really we guarded them the same way we did Saturday morning. Uh, it was just different numbers and, yeah. and different ways to do it. So going into this week um, with, with a week, would you be, as, as a head coach, would you be shocked if you see anything? Because nowadays with huddle and, and you – those clips you can see everything you want to see would you be shocked if they come out in something you've never seen or 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 how do you how do you see that um go ahead um uh, i don't it's 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 kind of like they've played all season and they've won 22 games and why would you change something right. different right now maybe they could do a box of one or something like that they could to, that they can practice all week, but to go ahead. Well, here's my answer to that. Um, Edinburgh. Good answer, man. Edinburgh came out and did some things that was completely different really? than, than three weeks before. They, oh, wow. I mean, they set in a 3-2 zone, and they didn't do that at all three weeks before. We hadn't seen them do that much to anyone. Of course, they, they get, beat everybody by 20. They get that up from Bar-Eve, you think? They, yeah, I'm sure bit? they yeah. did. Um, but the thing is, it's not like we haven't seen it. Right, so a 3-2 right. zone is a 3-2 zone is a 3-2 zone. The, thing, the, the great thing, and again, this comes back to kind of our program and the way we approach things, basketball is really simple. You only get five guys, and you can only do so much with those five guys. And you only, only one of them can score. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so um, we're prepared for anything. Yeah. Uh, we're prepared for any style. We're prepared for any zone, whether it be a – a box or a triangle or a 3-2 or a 2-3. We have all of those offenses in. Um, it's just a matter of adjusting. Um, that's what I guess Coach Moke and I take a lot of pride in is the adjustments throughout the game. Yeah. Um, what do we have? What's working? What's not working? What else What else can we do? And this is this is when that, you know, your guys playing as sophomores and, and in some cases freshmen really come into play because even your juniors or seniors at this point, they've been – They've been through it, so. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah. Um, Blake, what do you think for this week? This week? Uh, I talked to a few Bloomfield folks today at work and just asked them how their game went. We've got tons of listeners in Bloomfield. I don't know why. I they know. all love me. You guys I know. are picking on Bloomfield. I, I feared you were disappointed that that's not who they're playing. Uh, I was, actually. I actually, He's for once. Bloomfield shirt on. I that's actually, true. That's right. I actually, for once, picked Bloomfield, and look what they do. <laughs> no, they said they really – long and they came out and hit shots really early on just they were never able to battle back i think graf got in foul trouble they said but yeah. they Schultz said they're kind of a another edinburgh i actually watched them but it, it was back in uh, it was either i think it was the december game against a poorly coached batesville team and so should um, get the scouting report that. from that coach uh yeah yeah for sure yeah call call aaron garrett and in, in batesville he'll really help you out um <laughs> but 
Uh, and I know Clint Bowman, and just talked to him or texted with him earlier. He's going to be on the show Friday, so we'll get his thoughts on, on that game. Are you going to get the game plan so you can pass on to Dow? I, I, I'm, I'm going to see who the highest bidder is on, <laughs> on what, I, what I can do there. But uh, he's 37-13 and 13 in, in his second year. and uh, How do you know him? Uh, through some friends in, okay. in Batesville, his cousins. Okay. And honestly, I completely forgot he was the coach at Jackson Dell. And then I started looking like, wait a minute. Yeah. So uh, so we're going to talk a little bit on Friday's show and, and so listen into that. But uh, what do you see? You know, just overall, you know, I don't want, don't want to say too awful much, but what, what do you think about uh, these guys? Well, I think uh, Blake mentioned it. Uh, they're, they're an Edinburgh type of team. Uh, they've got a, they got a lot of length. Uh, got a lot of size. They like to get up and down the floor. They average about the same amount of points that Edinburgh did. Uh, the defensive average is about the same. Uh, of course, they've got a couple different scores than, than what Edinburgh do, did, but they've got some of the same type of scoring as well. So yeah. um, they're a really, really good basketball team. I don't think they're better than us, but I don't think we're better. I think it's a 50-50 uh, game that whoever shows up on Saturday ready to play and uh, that makes one, two more plays, it's going to win. Yeah, well, we'll all be behind you. I'm, I'm glad you took the time. We're not going to spend too much time. You guys have been gracious enough for two weeks in a row to be on the show, but uh, we're, we're all behind you. Blake, you got any uh, final words, and maybe we'll see if any of the, any of the team want to come on and say anything? Well, I mean, I know speaking of you, you know, after your regional win, you're just like, this has been really cherished for you guys because you know you said you never know if you're going to get back here. Yeah. I mean, it's been 11 years since you guys have been back here, and the community support's just been yeah. unreal. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, going through Odin, Plainville, it's yeah, just been unreal. Yeah, there's signs everywhere. And, yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, it probably is one that you just never knew if you are going to get back to. You said it all year. You yeah. know, this is where you want to be, but I might even put more pressure, but these kids are getting it done. And yeah. Well, yeah. the unknown about all of it is you got to have a little bit of luck. Oh, yeah. And sure. you never know if you're going to get that luck go your way or the other team's yeah. way. And we've had a little bit of luck. Yeah. I mean, there, there's just no doubt about it. We've had a, a ball bounce out that maybe should have went in or, uh, you know, we've got a rebound or a loose ball that right. uh, you got to have a little bit of luck to make runs like this. And so we've had that. But uh, we've certainly created our own luck as well, we feel like. And, um Blake mentioned it too. I want to thank the community has been outstanding. I told you, you know, when we're setting this up, um, this is my third night in a row of eating dinner. Uh, We got another night tomorrow. We got another dinner on Friday. That's great. Uh, Moke and I aren't going to be able to fit in our shirts by the time. Hey, listen, my diet. I'm as I'm as fat as I can be. My diet for real (laughs) is starting Monday, and I mean it this time. (laughs) For real, I'm not joking around anymore. You got to go to Seymour yesterday, right? Yeah, we went to Seymour yesterday to practice and. you know, that gym is the same. I, I remember everything about 2009, and um, gym's the same. It's beautiful. What a what a place, to, a mecca to play basketball. Yeah. Last time I was there was the year Evansville Wrights went to and should have won the state title. They got down 15 nothing, came back and won that game in, in just a spectacular, yeah. spectacular game. Great place, great place to watch My basketball. first time there was uh, – Damon Bailey's freshman year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, my best friend, Mark Ryan, who used to be the head coach of BNL. Okay. Uh, we were in college. We were on the Vincent University basketball team. And uh, he's from Bedford, so we had a weekend off, so we went to go watch Damon. 
And the cool thing about that night, it was Damon's freshman year, Bobby Knight was in those crosses right? watching them. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it was my it's it's my favorite gym. It's 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 yeah. all it's it's awesome. That's awesome. Well listen, Moke, enjoy it. Yep, thank you very much. Appreciate uh, it. Having appreciate us on. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and we'll have some fun. Let's take a quick uh, break here. We'll talk about our friends, where we're doing the show tonight, Blake, at Casa Sevilla in Odin. 812-636-2000. They can take care of your large groups like we got here tonight listening to the podcast. And all you got to do is give them a call. They'll cater your event, too. And and uh, as Blake's wife will attest, they got great frozen margaritas. And uh, so go see Jose and the staff at Casa Sevilla in Odin, the house with flavor. Blake, you want to introduce our guest we got on here now? Well, we have one of the seniors, uh, Marcus Britton here, who um, if he had a year of eligibility left, I do not think he would transfer to Lagodi. We're going to get that out of the way right now. But now, uh, Welcome, Marcus. Um, just how has it been on this run? Is it everything you've ever imagined? or Dude, it's, it's so much fun. I, I mean, we've always talked about winning a sectional, winning a regional, possibly winning a semi-state and state championship, but uh, to see it actually come true is uh, it's, it's insane. Hey, I, I, I asked your coaches, all. could you guys ever blow anybody out? Do, does everybody have <laughs> no, to no, be we on like cardiac arrest? We like you know, to keep it close. We won by 12 in the final. Oh, well, that's true. But my goodness, that morning game. Holy no. cow. Yeah, we like to keep it close. We like to give the yeah. fans their money's worth. Hey, yeah. real, real quick, I don't want to go back too far, but, um, you know, we, we really hype the sectional 63 and, and, and talk about that. If you guys can – can talk about playing in that atmosphere that night. I actually ended up doing the game on the radio, so I had a bird's eye seat for that, <laughs> and what a night that was. Yeah, that atmosphere <laughs> was the craziest atmosphere I've ever played in. Yeah. And uh, Coach Dowrumpole and Coach Mocha have been telling us, uh, man, it's going to be so loud. You're not going to be able to hear us. You're not going to be able to hear yourself think. And running out of that tunnel, just soak it all in. And uh, I did. I'm pretty sure Devin did too. I think everybody did. And, yeah, it was one of the greatest atmospheres I've ever been a part of. Yeah, Devin Collins here too. Um, you had you had some big baskets that night, made some big plays, was in a little bit of foul trouble, make things interesting. But uh, talk about that <laughs> that night against Bar-Eve in that final with that packed house. And I think at five, with the doors open, Blake at six, and yeah. at, at ten to five, there was already probably fifteen hundred people I'll waiting outside the door. Tell you what, that was as bad as a Saturday morning waiting to get in there, and it was twenty or fifteen degrees. I bet that was a little cold, but. Devin, if you could go back talk about that night, and then we'll get to this last week. Yeah, that night was very eventful. It was packed and everything, and we just let it let the game come to us the second half, and that's what separated us from Bar Reef. Yeah, and then going into this week, um, how'd you feel going? You know, knowing you you got Edinburgh for sure. How'd you feel going into that with your game plan and and uh, and all the studying you'd done on that? I felt pretty confident going into that game, actually. Yeah. But then they switched it up on a 3-2 zone, and then that caught – I'm guessing that caught us off guard completely because we looked stubborn and didn't really want to move. Yeah. There's no – you know, you can always hear the fat guys in the stands, would you move? You know, we haven't moved in 20 years, <laughs> but we can yell at you 18-year-old kids if we need lots of movement. <laughs> um, who's the best player you played against this year? Blake in like a scrimmage game? <laughs> no. Or Marcus, you can answer too. I'm going with Hagen Nepp. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be Hagen Nepp. The 
one kid I could not guard. He had this pull up and he just shot it right well, over. Yeah, it's sexual final he, night. He can <laughs> he can shoot it at, at any, from any angle, so that, that makes it. You know, one thing about Collins is I've never seen a kid who's right-handed who's better with his left hand. <laughs> he finishes better with his left hand than his right hand, I think. No, I'd ha- I've I've never. I knew I, I knew I was a right hand shooter. I I can shoot easily with my left hand. It looks prettier too. You still can? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I did hear a story from his one of his ex coaches that he came in to one shoot around one morning and Devin was shooting left handed and the coach was like, "What are you doing? We're in the middle of the year." He's like, "Well, I just I tried. I'm not hitting any shots right hand." <laughs> well, yeah. If, you, if you're not doing it one hand, just go to the other. So what about this week, guys? What what are we thinking? We're thinking it's going to be a great night, great atmosphere. And we're just like we always have been, let the game come to us and figure out what to do. Four o'clock, is that right? Yep. Yeah. So what time you what time you guys head over? Do you know? I think we're leaving at uh, 11.15, going okay. to Odin real quick, and then head, to, head it up there, yeah. Good deal. Well, listen, nothing but success, guys. Take care of business and move on offense, for crying <laughs> out loud. You, look at Blake. He'll, he'll – you know he's moving. He'll yeah. he'll he'll let you know how it is. But um, yeah. Devin Marcus, thanks for stopping in. We appreciate having you. And Thank you. the next time that you guys are on these microphones, we'll be talking about your state championship. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. All right thanks, thanks for man. having me. All right, guys. Now with us is the WRZR player of the game from regional final, Brendan Stick Stickles, and then assistant coach or JV coach Thomas Nugent. Welcome, boys. Thank you. Hey guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for being on the podcast. So, player of the game, it had to feel pretty good in a, in a game like that. Yeah, it's an honor. It's just playing with these guys. It's it's just easy to, like, fill that role and just be there for whenever I get the opportunity. Yeah, you, you've been in both roles. What What's the difference in, in being a starter and in coming off the bench mindset-wise, you know, during the beginning of the game? Well, I'm, I'm just ready to go whenever I get in there. It don't matter if I start or if I come off the bench. I just look for an opportunity to help these guys out and win games. Yep. Good deal. He's had some game-changing dunks, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. I, I used to do those all the time. Oh, right? I know sure. you remember those. but uh, <laughs> how, how tall are you, Steve? I'm about 6'5". So how tall – when did you get your first dunk? What, what grade? It was I think it was eighth grade. I was probably Me about too. six foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So eighth, in a game? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 not in okay. game. Not when in was game. your first in a game? Uh, it was it was this, this year, year was yeah it? it was this, this year. year it was this year yeah yep so nope coach you uh you you've been through these wars and and uh, so he was on the team that was went to see him more the last time oh you okay yeah uh, I was you, on the I was on the 2019 team awesome yep. okay so what what does it feel different when you're looking at it from this perspective and 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 what kind of roles do you have on, on coaches staff to uh, to prepare. Yeah, you know, honestly, it's probably more nerve-wracking as a coach yeah. um, than as a player. Because when, when you're a player, once you're out there, you, you just completely forget about it. But the last, the last three games especially have been uh, a very nerve-wracking for the coaches and, of course, the fans. So, uh, yeah, um, and podcast hosts and everybody yes, else. <laughs> yes. um, but, yeah, it's, it's fun. Uh, I do a lot of the stats during the games and just – pump up the kids and if I see some little thing they need to do you know I, I give them little hints about what to do and stuff so um, it's real fun I'm super pumped about being back here again and yeah. uh, getting to experience all this again is this your first year back uh, on the staff no I've been I've been um, assistant coach for three years oh, okay. and this is my second this is my second yeah. year as JV coach okay um, so 
Oh, yeah, we won't go there. Yeah, we He's technically set yeah. the record. Technically he, set the best. Uh, we won't go now with Moke there. Uh, season win percentage record last year. We were 19-1 and one last year. Uh, Brennan was a huge part of that team. Um, so, yeah, it was, it's been real fun. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to be, be here and uh, uh, just glad that, glad that we could get it done and get back there again. Well, when you're losing, it's the kids, and when you're winning, it's the coach, right? Exactly, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, they they deserve they deserve all the credit. They've they've worked very hard and uh, deserve to be where they're at. Yeah, they they. Uh, so, Stick, what do you think about this week? What do you see out of uh, Jackson Dale? Uh, it's had you ever heard of Jackson Dale before this week? Okay, I haven't. No, <laughs> uh, I'm just really excited. It's kind of crazy to think about, but it's something that most people don't get to experience, and I'm just looking forward to it. Yeah. How, how many dunks can we anticipate? <laughs> well, I I don't I wouldn't expect any, but. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and do you want to tell the people how your nickname came of Sticks? Uh, uh, whenever we first – or I think it was this year, uh, Coach gave me and my brother options between Sticks and Bones, and I chose Sticks, and he got stuck with Bones. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of how it happened. Oh, it just didn't sound right. No. Nope. It Brennan and right. Braden sound too close together, yeah. so we had to come up with something. Yep. I don't think sticks and bones would work for me uh, and you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> big bones, maybe. Big bones. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, thanks for being on the podcast. And uh, if you know people that don't know how to download a podcast, teach them so we can get more listeners, keep supporting you guys. But go get them this weekend, Coach. Good luck. Yep, sticks. Thanks. Thank do you. it to it, brother. Okay. Thank you. All Appreciate right. you. Thank you. All right, as we continue to talk to the Cougars, we do want to mention Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, one agent for all your insurance needs. Give them a call, 295-3129, or look them up on their Facebook page. Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, stop knocking on wood. Blake, who we got now? Now we got the juniors, Lance Wilson and Jalen Mullen here. Hello, boys. Howdy. How are we doing? Oh. Not probably as good as you guys, but you know. Well, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Food was pretty tasty as usual. So, so yeah. we talked to we talked to some of the other guys, the seniors there, about let's first talk about Lagodi's gym the night of sectional 63. Was that running out of the the tunnel into that? I, that's something that that was probably the most crazy game I've ever been a part of yeah. in my life, hands down. You know, for me, uh, it all started at Lagodi. So uh, being there came around full circle. Um, freshman year. Uh, the tournament got cut off short because COVID, but yeah. uh, the atmosphere, um, the game, it, it was just amazing. Something else, yeah. yeah. I was I was calling it on the radio and, and that first day. And I, well, I said one time it was 26-24, and I said if, if, if you listen to this and you don't think you can have an entertaining 26-24 game, you're wrong because that, that was something else. Jay, it, well, both of you here wants to answer. I mean, Barreev played defense in the first half like you guys are typically played defensive locked down how frustrated were you not getting points on the board like you wanted it they did uh they came out in the zone uh really gave us some fits uh didn't hit some shots that we haven't been hitting lately uh but we need to start hitting yeah um, yeah coming down the stretch uh these last two games uh especially in semi-state we're going to need them uh just early on um defense or offense was kind of stagnant due to their defense uh, they, they wanted it more. And then at halftime, uh, we came in as a group and we just talked to each other and it came down to who wants it more and if you want it more, let's show each other who wants it more. Did you guys feel like, though, because you had shots, I mean, did you feel that, that you, they were eventually going to go down? I knew it was going to happen at some point. I yeah. just didn't know when to see one go in. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one of those things that it gets contagious. Uh, somebody makes one, then 
another person gets an open shot and they got the confidence to make it. And also another thing that we've been talking about is if, if you shoot it when you're open, we got the Wilson Twins and, and Stickles and everybody to, to, to rebound those misses. Yeah. So we got to have the confidence to not only take them, but make them. Right. And if we don't, if we don't make them, we got to go rebound them. Yeah, exactly. So that shot you hit right before the half, that you, you lose the ball. And, and I said that's just a, 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 I told Jeff Doyle on the broadcast, that's a player making a play. That was almost it was just a reaction the way you picked it up, turned uh, that and shot. That was Dallas playbook. Was that was, was <laughs> yeah? I don't know what you call that. That's but, Moke special. <laughs> <laughs> but were you were you even surprised that ball went in? I, I was I was surprised. It actually out of all the ones that I took felt really good off the you hands. You did get turned. I did. And, yeah. I was able to get turned and get my and momentum get under it uh, to line myself up with the goal. But it was I threw like a jump pass, and that's not what you want to do as a player because then you're stuck in air. And I was going to throw it to Logan, and Hagen got his arm on it somehow. I couldn't even tell you how. And tips it out, and I was able to pick it back up and get turned around and uh, get a shot yeah, off. So. That was, it was a hell of a shot. For in the sure. second half, I mean, Lance, you and Logan really started taking it to the hole. And, I mean, it, you get that kind of got things going, too. Uh, yeah, and I'm glad you said that. Was, I'm guessing that was with you not making a lot of shots. Were you going to take the ball to the hole and start making stuff happen? It was just a realization of, you know, we was making Barry look better just – being tentative outside, taking outside shots, not making them. So we just knew that we can win this game, we can come back, and we just decided to go to the hole, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's a potential last game of the season. What do we have to lose yeah. going to the hole, being aggressive, you know. Yep, yep, that's good point. Yeah, I mean, at Bar Eve down there, we took 27, 28 threes and uh, ended up losing. So we basically just had to have a realization moment where we, we can't keep taking these threes and keep chucking them and, and Bar-Eve hoping that we keep missing. We, yeah. we got to go do something about right. it because we, we had to prove that we were the better team and we went and did that. It's it's not going to happen very often that a team shuts down Hagen in the second half. And then obviously that was that was a big key. So you guys are defenders. Now I think when you get to the semi-state level, I think they've got in, independent people that will wipe the floor. So I, I don't think we'll have any issues there. Hopefully, it, it was it was so funny because <laughs> down at Edinburgh, you should have brought that up with him. <laughs> yeah, I should have. Down at Edinburgh, uh, there was a slippery spot on the floor, and the Edinburgh crowd had no idea what was going on. Marcus went and found us a towel that was hanging over the goal, and I was standing over Marcus, uh -oh. and I was like, Marcus, when you're done with this, I'm standing here right next to you, so you're just gonna hand it to me nicely, and we're gonna go about our business and play some basketball. I can't wait. In in 15, 20 years, you'll see a big sign of, of Britain's floor service somewhere. <laughs> uh, it'll be fantastic. Get your white towel. <laughs> Talk about the regional um, on Saturday. I mean, first game was kind of more of the same, slow start, and then you guys just got going in the second half. Yeah, um, which they kind of surprised us because when we played them in the regular season, uh, we didn't see any of the 3-2 at all. Um, but we, we kind of assumed that it could be a possibility uh, since Barry came out in a 3-2. And in the first half, um, we were stagnant and missed shots. Yeah. And I think Edinburgh realized, hey, if we want to keep this thing close, that we're going to have to sit in a 3-2 right. zone and uh, hope they don't make shots. Right, yeah. So, Lance, are you the better Wilson? Obviously, or? yeah. Yeah, okay, I, I assume so. Better, better or better looking? Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, that's a great answer. Yeah. Well, guys, hey, good luck this week. Thank we're you we're all much. behind you, and hope you go you go do well and, and just keep taking it to the rack. Absolutely. All right, guys, thanks, thanks, thanks a lot. Us. I'm Hank. Hi. Hank, and how are you, brother? Good. What, what grade are you, are you in? 
Uh, fifth. Fifth grade. All right. You going to dress for Saturday or will they? Now, you, if you play one game, you lose a year of uh, eligibility. So you either <laughs> got to sit out your freshman or your senior year if you play Saturday. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we took him with us uh, the very first night at Owen Valley, our scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, he was going, it was right before Thanksgiving. He was going home with Granny and Grandpa uh, for Thanksgiving, and our managers didn't show up. And we found out that he was one of the best towel folders that we've ever had. Is that right? And that night, he got himself a job, and he's been our manager uh, since that, that very first night, the scrimmage. And uh, it's a dream come true for me, man, to, for him to be a part of this. Um, I think he's had a blast. That's great. So how nervous were you Saturday morning last week when, when it was, we were, you're down late in the game? Were you nervous, or did you know they'd take over? I was kind of nervous. <laughs> Well, I knew they were going to win. Okay, well. But, like, it was still a little bit like, are they going to win or are they not? <laughs> you had questions. So yeah. you knew they had a good coach, right? Yeah. 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 Now, do you help with the game planning and, and thing? No, you don't do no, anything. You just fold the towels? Yeah, I just fold the towels. Now, does, now does mom make you fold the towels at home now? Or no. just, just basketball related? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, he's been our inspiration at our pep sessions, though. Is that he, right? Yeah. There's one last thing at every pep session that he says. What is it? Go Cougars. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, that's awesome. And now, would you agree that Logan's the second best Wilson? Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, come on. Because <laughs> we were just told that Lance is number one. So. Yeah. He <laughs> said better looking and better. If that's what Hank says, you have to go with it, I guess. Well, that's what Lance said. <laughs> Well, his opinion doesn't matter. Yeah, so. so, would you like to correct the record? Are you the best? I, I think I'm the best Wilson. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. There'll be a fight later on. I, I, you know what? Prove it on Saturday, both of you. Go I out plan there. On it. Yeah. I plan on proving it. So, so what do you see on, on tape at Jackson Dell? What do you think? These guys don't know what tape is. What do you see on film for, for Jackson? Well, we notice they're a lot like Edinburgh. They're not quite as strong, we don't think, but they still got a lot of length and some shooters that we have to get to. So we'll, we'll pretty much guard them the same way that we guard Edinburgh, I think. Yeah, okay. So Who, how, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just, so how did this Saturday feel compared to last Saturday? Well, I mean, it didn't really get better than beating Bari for the sectional title. So. Yeah. It was still a great feeling to win the regional, but we more expected to win this. Yeah. I mean, the rivalry, you just can't beat it. So. No. Yeah. yeah, what a, what a night. What a night that was. And you went to Seymour yesterday. Yeah. What do you How think of that, that gym? gym? Yeah. They didn't have the bleachers pulled out, but it, okay. I mean, it's a massive gym. I've yeah. been in there before to watch semi-state, so I kind of knew what it was like. The real question everybody needs to know, did you guys shoot well in it yesterday? We hit a couple shots up there, yes. <laughs> all right. Okay. It's good. Don't waste them. Yeah. We tried not to use up all our makes. But. <laughs> uh, so, huh. I don't know. Do you have anything else? No, we got another guest. Though. We do have another guest, the freshman coach, Braden Westner. Yes, sir. Who yes, has coached sir. most of these boys through junior high mm -hmm. and all the way up now to varsity. So, the Wes, how's this feeling of seeing coaching them from when they were junior high? Now seeing them win, you know, semi or regional, going to semi state. Yeah, it's a. It, it kind of makes you feel old a little bit because <laughs> I, I remember, uh, especially the senior class. Uh, you know. My first coaching gig was was a fall game, uh, going over to Lagodi to coach Marcus Britton in his class, and uh, they had never won before, or even won a game, you yeah. know, bitty ball, nothing. Really. And uh, you know, we're battling it out with Shoals, you know, in this fall league, 
And uh, we're up like five with like 20 seconds to go. And I call a timeout because we're about to throw it away for the 20th time. And, and uh, Marcus kind of looks at me. And his dad was there because he helped. And he says, uh, he says, hey, Dad, we're going to win a game. <laughs> and it's just, it's just crazy to think, to think back to that. And, 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 of course, the next year we had, we had the twins and, and, and all that. And then uh, we had uh, the twins and J-Mall in junior high. And it, it, it's, just, it's just crazy to think they just improve just year after year. Progress, just, yeah. It's, it's uh, you know. Uh, a lot of people give me give me a lot of crap about all the games we won, but it wasn't nothing that, that I did. It, it was a lot of good, a lot of good talent coming yeah, up. And so it's you're great. not supposed to say that. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's the truth. Uh, but but it's cool to see it's finally paying off. You know, we're we're at the semi state and 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 just to go to practice there yesterday and seeing all these boys. You know, it, it's just. It's like, boys, we've made it, but we're not done yet. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's think a pretty that place cool is feeling. Big. Just wait till you get to Gamebridge. Yep. It, we always, you know, growing up, when them guys were were in junior high, uh, the, the twins and J-Mall, we were just like, you know, it was always banker's life. Banker's right. life. You know, we got to get there. We got to get there. And, and, and it's crazy to think we're one step away. Yeah. But we got to – We got. It's like, it's like the movie. They did a little semi-state uh, preview – uh, video today in in in, in class uh, at at I think it was a yearbook class or something and uh, they said uh, they showed the the clip of of Hoosiers you know they're one game away from the state but it, it doesn't matter because you got to win this this one before you get the state so yeah. that's where we're at now and I think the kids are real focused and uh, it's going to be a good time. Bob Knight always used to say, "Put yourself in position to be in position." Exactly, and, and that's where you guys are at. What do you think? You got a you, how, you, how do you see it going Saturday against that length of Jacksonville? As long as we play our game and don't get too caught up in the moment, I think we'll be just all fine. Right. Lock their ass down and score some <laughs> baskets, all right? We'll try. All right, bro. All right. All right, Blake, we're back. The team has finished all their tacos here at Casa Sevilla. They're about to head out, and we'll just wrap things up here with, with Coach Dow. Guys, good luck to you. Go get them. Lock them down. Make some shots. So, Dal, I guess my question to you is, I mean, you've been here 22 years. How much would this mean to finally oh. get this time get to that state title game that you've been dreaming about? You can't be asking me questions that's going to make me, uh, <laughs> make me tear up. Uh, one of the most important things left uh, for me to do in my career and uh, for me to be able to do it with these guys and for this community and, and for our school. And, you know, I mean, it's the first thing I said when I got down here, Blake, and you know that. Yep. Uh, we're, I was getting ready to say that. You know, my first basketball camp with you as a third grader and Nudes as a fourth grader is we're going to win the state championship someday, boys. And uh, I truly believed that then. And, uh, man, we put ourselves – over the 22 years, it's uh, – it's made me realize how hard it is to yeah, win a state right. championship. Especially when you're in sectional well, 63. Say, yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of schools think it's easy to move past their sectional, but yeah. not here. But to, to be right here, 32 minutes away, um, you know, it just mean, it means the world to me. And uh, I know it does our, our kids and our community. And uh, I can't even put it into words yeah. uh, what it would mean to, to score one more point than the other team on Saturday. And uh, that's what we're, we're going to try to do. Yep.
Well, my to, man, we're, we're behind you. We appreciate all the access you've given us, CJ. To, to a guy who basically admitted last year on this podcast that he lied to me, that he really wasn't planning on staying here for 22 years. <laughs> yeah, we did get that. I listened to that. I got that out of the way. Um, but good luck to you again. Thanks for this. Uh, it, You've got a great group of young men. Uh, they're, they're a lot of fun to talk to and, and even more fun to, to watch play. Take a minute to enjoy it. Don't, don't – uh, don't forget to do that, but wish you the best of luck, my man. Well, I, Go I, get I can't thank you enough for, for what you've done for us, Brian, and get, it's been great getting to know you and um, for you to do this for us, uh, for our team. Uh, really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, we're glad, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be back, Blake, next week talking yep. about uh, What's your prediction? what we're going to do. Um, I've got it at – I think we're going to score some more points. <laughs> we, now I'm part of the team. That's all I right. think uh, the Cougars are going to score some more points. I'm going to say 47 41, North Davis. Hey, we finally got him in the 40s. He's yeah. got us out of the 50s. <laughs> I was so going to go, oh, boy, 55-49. All right. I like that even better. We're, we're going to hit some shots. All right. We've said that for about four games. But we're going to hit some shots. Well, stay tuned. We're going to talk to Jackson Dell Coach on Friday, Clint Bowman, and then uh, we'll be ready to go. And uh, hopefully we're celebrating next week. So on behalf of uh, Deco and Todd, who are out on assignment, Good to have Blake back in the host chair. We'll be back on Friday for the B3 Today and then the big show next week when uh, we're going to be talking, hopefully, about a, a trip to Indianapolis. Thanks, guys. The B3 Podcast is a production of Impulse Radio.